0: North Carolina is the sixth most visited state in the country, and third on the East Coast, and it's easy to understand why. With 300 miles of shoreline, the coastal plain is filled with beautiful beaches, including the Outer Banks, where the Wright brothers made the first successful manned flight in history in 1903. The middle of the state, known as the Piedmont, is home to many of the state's major cities, and the western end of the state is home to the beautiful Appalachian mountain range, including the Blue Ridge and portions of the Great Smoky Mountains. In this episode, I sit down with Witt Tuttle, who serves as the executive director of Visit North Carolina, which is North Carolina's official state tourism office. Witt has been in North Carolina tourism since 2006. And during this time, the office has been recognized with numerous national awards for excellence in marketing and advertising. In 2022, Tuttle was named state tourism director of the year by the national council of state tourism directors. From Manio to Murphy, we talk about the beauty and our shared love of North Carolina and the myriad of reasons why North Carolina is the sixth most visited state in the country. We share stories of how this beautiful state has captured not only our hearts, but the hearts of so many other people. We discuss what it means to responsibly market a state's tourism, while at the same time being mindful of the people who live there and the natural assets and culture that need to be protected as well. Witt is a masterful storyteller with a desire for visitors and residents alike to visit the real North Carolina where you can authentically experience the people, places, and culture that makes North Carolina one of the most visited states in the country. For real, visit North Carolina. You're listening to Exploration Local. A podcast designed to explore and celebrate the people and places that make the Blue Ridge and Southern Appalachian Mountains special and unique. My name is Mike Andrus, the host of Exploration Local. Join us on our journey to explore these mountains and discover how they fuel the spirit of adventure. We encourage you to wander far, but explore local. Let's go. Well, I'm extremely excited about this episode because I am a lover of North Carolina and we're going to talk about. All things North Carolina today. So I am here with Whit Tuttle. He is the executive director of Visit NC and we all are here attending the fifth annual, I believe it is, Outdoor Economy Conference in Cherokee, North Carolina, beautiful Cherokee, North Carolina and there's so many great things that are in the mountains and we know that that's why I live here, but we live in such a great state that we're going to talk about the entire state today. Wit, welcome to the show. I'm so glad to have you.
1: All right. Well, thanks
0: for having me. Thanks for coming out to Cherokee. We were talking a little bit before we started recording and one of the things you shared with me, which is, I think is a great lead into this is that you all are about the marketing sort of outside of the state as well as throughout the state, but you're about bringing the people that aren't here experiencing the things that we are on the daily to enjoy our great state of North Carolina.
1: Yeah, that's exactly it. You know, we're part of the economic development uh, partnership in North Carolina. And so our job is to help out the citizens and the economy of the state. And to do that, you try to bring in people to come, they visit, they spend them money, they spend a lot of money, they overspend of what a resident would spend, and then they leave and you don't have to put up put their kids up through school, you don't have to spend a lot on those, uh, the, you know, assisting them. So it's really good to bring outside visitors into the state uh, to help the economy and help the citizens.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Let's uh, paint a broad stroke, a broad picture of what Visit NC is all about.
1: So we are this official state tourism office. So we're trying to promote the entire state. It's an amazing state to promote. Uh, It's so diverse and so vast, you know, 543 miles wide. It's a huge state ranges from some of the most undeveloped beaches in the eastern United States to the highest mountains east of the Mississippi. And, you know, we're the sixth most visited state in the country for domestic visitors. A lot of people don't realize that. I had no idea. Yeah, because we're kind of a quiet success story. You know, the, uh, people love us, but, uh, but we don't have all the big uh, sort of tourism entities out there shouting our names out. So it's really sort of still an individual basis and a, and a local kind of feel to it. So it must be a
0: pretty amazing job being the executive director of one of the most amazing states in ah, the United States and being the sixth largest in terms of people coming here. Don't tell anybody
1: I got the best <laughs> job in the world. Yeah, it's
0: awesome. It's awesome. I, it's it's a blessing to be here. Oh, that's so good. So let's talk about some of the elements. What are the elements that make up NC?
1: We're basically a tourism marketing office, and we, we work with all the local tourism offices across the state to try and be a sort of a co op. We're an amplifier, basically, of their messages okay. to try and get their messages out. Uh, and the idea there is, is to showcase the state. You know, we're known for our natural scenic beauty, soft adventure. Uh, but we don 't have any any most of our big attractions don 't market themselves they 're state parks, federal parks, you know or private industries that don 't have a lot of marketing budget. so we try and get everybody to work together cooperatively to get the message out there that, that we 're a great place to to see and we 're really focused on who we market to we don 't want just everybody to come. we want to get the best visitor to come, have the best experience at the best time that really helps our communities grow and sustain and maintain the beauty. That really makes North Carolina such a special place.
0: And when you hear of people who are coming in, be it groups, because I would imagine it's not just individuals, right? So imagine, you know, bringing in groups from the outside, organizations from the outside, businesses from the outside to kind of come in here. What are the things that you hear back from them? Like, why, why did they choose North Carolina? I know you are sitting at your executive level, but. The boots on the ground, the people in the street, yeah. do you get a chance to kind of hear some of those
1: stories from them? Oh, uh, we try, we do. We try and do that type of research to see why people come, relocate businesses, why they move here, why they want to visit. And it's fascinating what you hear. And it, but it really is, it comes down to the natural scenic beauty, soft outdoor adventure. We've had companies move here because they like the mountain bike and you can mountain bike here. We've had companies, uh, we have so many people that come and say, Oh, gosh! I visited, and it was so beautiful, and you think, "Okay, well, did you go to the coast? Did you go to the mountains?" And they go, "No, I went to Charlotte, or I went to Raleigh, and it's so green. And you, you, we think, Raleigh's green and Charlotte's green, <laughs> but it is, you know it's they're beautiful cities, even our urban areas, really, you can get outside easily. You've got parks, you've got hiking trails, biking trails. We're just a fantastic state for, for people to come and explore and see. Oh,
0: that's so good. And I'm so glad you mentioned the trails too, because hopefully we will at some point get that moniker of the great trail state. So we yes. are in the middle of the, uh, the year of the trail right now in North Carolina and unprecedented in it's in, in this area anyway, unprecedented in our state. So yeah, a lot of cool things are going on there.
1: We do. And we have so many fantastic trails, you know, the Appalachian trail, the mountains to sea trail, the, uh, there's all kinds of trails out here in this state that are just incredible. You, you could spend ages and ages doing them and never see the same thing twice. So you mentioned people that
0: will refer to an area And they may come from, uh, when I left the hotel this morning, there was somebody from Illinois, and they're just coming specifically to Cherokee. And that may be their only exposure to Cherokee, or they may just go to the coast. And that's their only experience of North Carolina is the coast. And while those are great experiences in and of themselves, I'm thinking what a really cool thing would be is if we sort of walk through that 543 miles.
1: Oh like, yeah! Like
0: I've lived in Central North Carolina. I've traveled all over North Carolina, so I'm a little. My perspective is a little different. I think they're all great, but I want. I think one of the things would be really neat is if we kind of let's start at the coast and we'll end where we are let's, today.
1: Let's go, Maniotta Murphy. Let's yeah. go, Maniotta. Okay, it. there you go. Yeah. Let's go, Maniotta Murphy, or so, close to that anyway. So
0: let's do this. Let's talk about maybe two or three different types of things that people may not know about these regions. That are reasons that they definitely want to come and experience, not just one region, but all three regions.
1: Oh, yeah. And I'm thrilled to be on this local podcast because our campaign really now focuses on what we call for real, for real visit North Carolina. And what we mean by that is, is to see the local people, see the, the the thing that's there, what makes them different and unique. Don't go to that thing you can do in a million other places. When you come to North Carolina, see something that's that's all about North Carolina and we got a lot of those great stories all across, all across. The coast is unbelievable. If you haven't been in the North Carolina coast, it is like no other place uh, in the east. Uh, geographically, it's different. Uh, geologically, the Outer Banks sticks out 30 miles out in the ocean. There's no other place in the world where those little barrier islands are that far out. And it just makes it different. Uh, we've got wild horses that have been roaming on these islands out on the Outer Banks since the 1500s wow. they're descendants of spanish mustangs actually came over on sh- on ships and in shipwrecks they swam to the shore and have just been living there and so you can go and see these horses just still living out on their own roaming on wild on the outer banks it's it's a craziest thing but they're beautiful horses and uh, and and great fun that's one of my great favorite stories about the coast. But it's not just horses. You know, it's uh, uh, North Carolina was the home to Blackbeard, the world's most famous pirate. A lot of people don't realize he was probably a North Carolina resident because he knew how to get his ship in and out of these narrow coastal areas and could navigate places that really probably only a local would have known. Now, nobody knows who Blackbeard was, but we do know exactly where he was killed and you can go to that site, and there's a festival there every year on Ocracoke Island that celebrates, uh, you know, Blackbeard and all what he did, good and bad. <laughs> so <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, growing up surfing, we would always be down in uh, Rodanthe and Salvo, and I don't know if it was the lure back then or the lore, however you say it. But it was. We were always wondering whether or not we were surfing over, uh, you know, pirate ships from, yeah. from days gone past. But who knows? I know some scuba divers and things like that would go in off the coast and see some ships, but.
1: You'll occasionally see a story where, where you know, a storm will blow through and it'll pull up a ship or shipwrecks or planks from a ship. That stuff is still happening so today. Cool. Yeah, it's it's amazing. You know, and that, that unique area is, is what makes it so distinct. And it was the America's first national seashore. So a lot of it's still protected. So you've still got that stuff out there that you can find when, when you go out there. And it's just a unique landscape, you know, because it's so far out. Uh, into the ocean it has constant wind which is also why the wright brothers came and that's where the first flight happened so you can go one of my favorite memories of of living in the state is when my son was little we went out to the wright brothers monument and and they have it paced off where the first flight went and my little son put out his arms and just ran (laughs) down like he was an airplane running right where the wright brothers did it the first time ever and it was just it was just a magical moment yeah yeah
0: all right so we've have blackbeard we have horses, we have the Wright brothers great waves we have oh, yeah a, a community or a, a beach community that's not as Heidi calls it lot not a lot of high rises it's still sort of that remote feeling a little bit it's changed everything yeah. does change we were yeah. talking about that earlier but yeah yeah
1: but it's a local feel it it, it feels you know walkable it's surroundable you, you you're not you're not in a, a you know skyscrapers. You 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 rent a place typically where you've got a kitchen. You can take some meals in. You can get together. You can come with family. One of the great things I think about the coast is that we're so great for multi generational uh, vacations for families to come together so and get that time together, which is so important these days, just to continue and build those connections and and not separate away from from people. So, yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, and then you come in along the. Along the highway, you come off the, the, the on the coastal plain. You go through the Alligator River. You can hear red wolves howling, one of the few places like there. You go through Plymouth, and it has the largest population of black bears of anywhere in America. They do a black bear festival there. It's incredible. Um, we'll keep coming in to the main part of the state, you know, Raleigh, Durham. It's the capital, so a lot of people think, okay, yeah, it's the capital. They've got a bunch of politicians there. But I think what people don't realize, Durham in particular, and Raleigh, just the, one of the hottest food scenes in the country— National award-winning chefs all over the place. Chapel Hill as well kicks in for the third leg of the triangle. And if you haven't eaten there, there's just amazing all types of food. And it's not just your stereotypical Southern food. Yes, there's great barbecue. You can get great barbecue. <laughs> but you can get other things that are, that are Southern expi- inspired or, or Southern seasoned or from people really from around the country who have come in and sort of made it their home. Great scene, food scene uh, going on in Raleigh and events as well. Uh, One of the things I love uh, since the pandemic is all these events have come back, and it's just so awesome to see in the state, particularly music. You know, for Americana, we've got, you know, great stuff. we got Earl Scruggs uh, out in Cleveland County. You've got the uh, Merle Fest with Doc Watson in Wilkesboro. Just great, great music scene. IBMA, which is the Bluegrass uh, Music Awards every year in Raleigh. Great concert scenes and just a fantastic uh, live environment going across the Piedmont.
0: And then we get into the Greensboro area, and there's still history that's there, too, with the battlefields and, oh, and yeah, everything amazing. there.
1: National yeah. park sites, you know. And uh, as we come up on our 250th uh, birthday of the U.S., you know, we played a big role in that. We were in some of the early battles of the Revolution, you know, and we had some important battles of the Revolution that, that led to uh, the United States being what it is. Great ways to celebrate that and see that in, in the state. And then, you know, there's other things that make us what we are, and one of them was moonshine. So we <laughs> celebrate that in the, in the Piedmont of North Carolina. There's some great distilleries up in places like Wilkesboro, North Wilkesboro. Uh, there's places uh, where, where these moonshiners really created NASCAR because they were driving fast. You had to drive fast to get away from the cops uh, to get the moonshine down to the, the people who drink it. So I was getting ready to make a joke about that, but that's not a joke. That That it is not real. a joke. If you go to the NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte, they have Junior Johnson's Moonshine still in there. Too funny. Because without Moonshine, there would be no NASCAR. How about that? These guys started racing themselves. They were like, I'm faster than you. No, I'm faster <laughs> than you. They got it down on a track, and and now here we are. You wow. know, We still have about 80% of the NASCAR teams are based in North Carolina, too. So it's really, we're the home of NASCAR. And, and it's because of Moonshine. Nice. Which now you can buy legally. So <laughs> you can still buy it illegally probably, too. But legally is the way to go, I think. That's right. And then we head
0: to where we are now. We head to the mountains.
1: Yeah, the beautiful, amazing, amazing mountains in North Carolina. You know, we are so blessed. This this biologically diverse area. We have the Smokies. We have the Blue Ridge. We have the high country. Just an amazing variety of mountains. And the one thread that kind of connects it all is this incredible thing called the Blue Ridge Parkway. Yeah. And if you haven't been on the Blue Ridge Parkway, you just have to do it. It's, it's an American treasure. It's called America's Favorite Road. 430 miles of a road built on top of the mountains instead of at the base of the mountains. So you've got more than 300 overlook, you've got about 30 tunnels, and you go through communities that just have this culture that, you know, still reflects back on who they are, where they came from, the arts, the crafts, uh, you know, the Appalachian culture, now beer as well, a lot of beer being made. It's just a real incredible experience, something you, you, you've got to do at least once in your life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And
0: we're coming up on the most wonderful times of the year to do that too. Yeah. So just a few short weeks from now, we'll have this place ablaze in color. So yeah, I you know, we can't wait.
1: I'm always asked, what's the best time? When is peak color? And the beauty of, uh, of North Carolina and the Blue Ridge Parkway is it goes from about, you know, Mount Mitchell's about 6,600 feet and then Asheville's about 2, 2,000, feet. So it's not about when to go. Uh, it's, you know, it's where you are and what elevation you're at. It's always peaking somewhere from the, most of the fall season, you can get to a peak somewhere. And so that's the beauty of North Carolina. You don't have to really time it well. You can just go on the parkway. You're going to find some magnificent color. And the beauty of it is all that land around it, the the national forests and things. So the parkway is spectacular, but the, just the, the scenery, you know, the unbroken wilderness is really amazing. And they're, they're mountains, but they're forested mountains. So to me, it's not as stark as the mountains in the western U.S. It's yeah. it's it's more friendly. I don't yeah. know it's just amazing how warm and friendly these mountains feel. To yeah, me. yeah, you're so right.
0: I love to focus on something that we talked about a little bit earlier and unpack it a little bit. And it's this idea that you mentioned for real. Yeah, like I yeah. love this concept of for real, and it fits right into our tagline, which is wander far, but explore local. And you all are putting legs to that. There's, you're putting meat around this whole skeleton. And I'd love for listeners to hear a little bit more about that.
1: Yeah, we really, you know, we want you to to come to this place and learn about who we are, you know, what we do, what makes us us, what makes us different. And to do that, we want you to see the real us and not, you know, the things that are, uh, and we don't mean just, not manufactured but but what's what's really at our core you know if it's the crafts that are made by the Cherokee uh people out here or even the you know the um uh, Max Woody and his uh rocking chairs is a guy who makes these amazing rocking chairs but that's real it's that's what's been done out here for so long and and we want people to experience that to get to know who we are and and that's our really goal is to bring that the best visitor, the visitor that wants to know that if you just want to go and party and have a good time, there are plenty of places you can do that. But if you want to come and learn about a people and a history, this is the place to do that and, and see what's, what's really in North Carolina, these real waterfalls, these real people. The Cherokee, where we are, I mean, it's the perfect example. This is the ancestral homeland of the Cherokee Indian. They've been here for 12,000 years. This is where their culture was formed. The, the land is part of them. And when you come here, you can experience that. And it's just an incredible thing for a visitor to do, to to step into their land with them. And they'll take you around and, and show you what it means to them and why these things are sacred and and what this deeper meaning is that you just wouldn't get in a lot of other places. And then what about the central and the
0: eastern part of the state? Like what are some of those places that are, it's not the Instagram worthy places, it's not the things that you know that everybody's gonna go to, but finding out where the locals are going and finding out what makes
1: a place unique and so different because there's miles and miles of places we can go. Exactly, you know, and Heidi on our team did a great job creating this Outdoor NC program where we're encouraging people to get out and see those other things you know, the Blue Ridge Parkway is awesome. It's fantastic. Uh, But, you know, if you go on a weekend during the fall, it's probably going to be a little more crowded than than you would enjoy. So you can go across, there's highways that go across the northern, the top part of the state that are, you know, nearly as spectacular and beautiful. You wouldn't even know that about it. So we're trying to promote those areas as well. We're trying to get people to do some of these alternative festivals. The state has some amazing state parks, um, and some of them, don't get nearly the visitation of others, but they're just as beautiful. So, you know, maybe if you know about Stone Mountain, we can get you to go to Pilot Mountain and see Pilot Mountain, which is also fantastic. You can go see the town of Mount Airy, which was Mayberry, uh, that's where uh, Andy Griffith grew up and he modeled that town after Mayberry. So you can go to the authentic Mayberry and see things like that. And you really, the best place to go is visit nc.com. That's our website. Yeah. We have a ton of data there. Uh, you can search it by the region. You can search it by your interest uh, or you can just, you know, check out some of our videos and see really neat, cool, local, real places to go.
0: That is so great. And I'm glad you mentioned that because your website is very different than a lot of websites that you go to. And what I mean by that is that it's almost like a an opportunity to curate yeah. your own experience here in North Carolina. And so I have done exactly what you've said. I have spent a lot of time on your website, and the awesome. videos are absolutely amazing, first class all the way. But what, what I really like about it is that it's not just, hey, this is the Piedmont. This is the Piedmont, and then these are a lot of things that can be done within the Piedmont. And you've done that for, for a lot of the different regions, too, and so I'm sure of that was by design but for me personally i've never really seen a website quite like that to be honest with you
1: yeah you know as a marketer the state being so diverse and having so much things it's a challenge it's it's a curse as as much as it is a blessing so we've tried to break it out that way and, and really try and you know, we're trying to get people all across the state and spread them out and disperse them because it's so important for these rural communities to have tourism and to have that economic engine. They're not going to get a factory. They're not going to get a big uh, plant, uh, uh, you know, to come and, and employ 500, 1,000 people. But if they can get that consistent people coming in and appreciating their history, you know, that can help those businesses thrive and help those communities grow. When we think
0: about all the these people coming in, What is the challenge for somebody like yourself and your staff, and just the Economic Development Partnership of North Carolina? to bring people in and yet not sort of overrun any particular area or asset or something like that. I I would imagine that's got to be important to you at some level.
1: Oh, it's tremendously important to us. You know, we do uh, resident surveys to make sure uh, people are still appreciating those visitors. And when they're coming in, we try and uh, get, as I was saying, the best visitor to come at the best time. And it is a challenge. And we try and distribute it across the state because you know, there are areas that are really, really in need of, of visitation and, and those people. And then there are areas and times that don't need it as much. So it's a lot of management as well, which it didn't used to be 10 years ago. 10 years ago, it was, you know, oh, we need more, we need more, we need more. But at some point, you realize, you really see that you don't just need more. You need the right thing, mm. not not all of it. But we need the the best thing to keep people flowing and keep the, keep the communities healthy but part of that health is not too much. You know, it's like anything, too much of a, of a good thing can be a bad thing. So yeah. in order to keep them healthy, that's one of the things we've done with outdoor NC and with leave no trace. We've tried to distribute people. We've changed the timing of some of our advertising, oh, cool. where we can turn it on, where we can turn it off to manage it. We'll, we'll take out a place. If we see it's, it's getting too many visitors uh, and it's been featured in an ad, we'll pull it and we'll promote a different place uh, to try and get those things going. Okay. And it's, it's a, it's a constant challenge. It's a big challenge for us as we move forward.
0: I bet. All right. So I'm gonna put you on the spot a little bit. So I got to take off the marketing hat. Okay. Take off the executive hat and let's just dive into your heart a little bit. All Uh, right. So what I mean by that is North Carolina is special to you. It's special to me. It's special to anybody who lives here or most people I should say who live here, but I'm curious to know just from your perspective, what is it that you love about where we live What is it that you love about the state of North Carolina and what just sets it up and sets it apart from other places that you've lived before?
1: Yeah. You know, we try and describe what makes North Carolina different. I've been working with a guy who's been here 30 something years. We kind of use a football term, you know, when there's that quarterback that has that quiet confidence, that's noticeable. And you can see that in athletics, but, but I think that's the thing that makes the people here so special is Mm. it's, it's like a, we're not cocky. We're not bold. We're not out there saying North Carolina's the greatest place in the world. But we know that it is and we believe that it is. And we have this quiet confidence and belief in in the place we live being so special. And I think that's really what what one of the big thing that separates it's not just you got this beautiful landscape, but you have these amazing people in it too that are that are just they're willing to share with you. They're willing to show you. They're willing to, to open up to you. And, it, and I've noticed it from the first day I visited here a long time ago, and I still see it today. It's really what makes the place special, the people. The people, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, would have to, I would have to agree with that.
0: So for somebody
1: who is in
0: South Dakota, they've never been to North Carolina ever, they get a chance to have a one-on-one conversation with you, and they say, I'm going to be here for – a week. I'm bringing my family over to North Carolina for a week. I've heard all these great things about it. We know, I know there's going to be opinion based. I have an opinion about what I would
1: share with people, but what would you share with people? What would you tell them? I say, number one, you got to come for two weeks (laughs) because one one week's just not enough. The state stays way too big, big for two weeks. And you don't want to, you know, you don't want to just blow through it. You really want to see it. You want to enjoy it. And I think probably the, the biggest thing we need to work on is there are so many beautiful things that people just drive right by. Uh, they don't realize there's a hiking trail there. They don't realize, you know, they could do rafting or kayaking. Uh, so we're going to try and do a program that helps get people connected with guides who are out there. But I think we need to get more more people to do that. So I would recommend they do that. They plan it a lot because you can miss so much if you don't plan it. So make sure to plan before you come. Make sure to realize the barbecue is going to have vinegar in it. <laughs> so don't. Especially be sh- if you're on the eastern part of right. the state. That's <laughs> right. Don't be shocked by that. And then just have a good time. You know, I I definitely would, I would set up several barbecue joints. Yes, to, you should. <laughs> visit, that's, that's kind of my thing. But but I also think, you know, what I love about the state is in a typical barbecue restaurant, you know, at a time when our country is so divided, you go to a barbecue restaurant and everybody's there. There's black people, there's white people, there's rich people, there's poor people, there's urban people, there's rural people. And it's, everybody's together. That, that's, to me, is beautiful. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. I'm going to put you on the spot again. Favorite, and I'll share some of mine too, but favorite North Carolina, just experience. Like when you go back in your life and you're just thinking of North Carolina, what are the things that you just kind of hold on to? Oh, there's a,
1: there's a ton, but I tell you a couple of really incredible things. We did a thing called, um, Uh, We did a campaign a couple years ago where where we brought people to do their first, see something they'd never seen before. And we got to rappel down a waterfall. Oh, cool. That was incredible in the Green River Gorge. Um, It was amazing. We brought a girl from Ohio who, uh, a single parent with her her mother, and the girl had never seen the ocean. And Mm. to see that little girl see the ocean and fly a kite was just beautiful. It was really moving. Uh, those type of things to see people have those experiences to me is, is just really, you know, remarkable. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
0: I, you're so right. I think uh, I remember the first time somebody ever saw it coming over the, well, this wasn't North Carolina, but it was, but it was Florida. And I, and I, I know the experience you come over the causeway and the person's from Nebraska and they've seen the ocean for the very yeah, first time in their yeah. life. And I mean, they literally are emotional, just like you just yeah. got there. Yeah. I mean, it just, it kind of chokes you up and something sort of pulls you back and you're like, Oh my gosh. And for me in North Carolina, I mentioned surfing. So that was a really big thing for me. Oh, but, yeah. but one of the things that was amazing is first time ever visiting P Island and going into Cape Hatteras. And, and for me, that was just, I felt like I was on just the most remote place. Nothing else existed around. And it was back in the day where we could, you know, it's been a while since I've been back there, but I mean, we would, we would get in the truck and we would drive up the beach and we would see as the tide is changing the surf mm-hmm. And we would get out and we'd surf and then we keep continue on and we would do it all day, you yeah, know. Yeah. And then at night we would just sort of cook out on the on the beach and just, just it was just pure. Yeah. I don't know how to describe it. It was just absolutely
1: just pure good goodness. And the so, sky at night, the oh stars you can see because you're so far out. And the same thing in the mountains. You get out here and, you know, you get a starry night and it's just, you see the curve of the earth. Yes. It's so crazy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's so crazy. And I have had the experience that you're talking about with the uh, waterfall repelling. And that is <sighs> Unbelievable. So we did it with uh, French Broad Outfitters. I'm not sure. You were in the Green River Game Land, so I'm not sure who you did yours yeah, with. Was it Green we, River Adventures? By yep. yeah. yeah. Another amazing group. They probably took you down Bradley Falls. Yep. 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 Just absolutely amazing. It's stunning. There's no doubt oh, about yeah. it.
1: Yeah, except we had a lady there who we were going to do it. And it was a surprise for. Her. And then she got out there. She had never seen a waterfall, so seeing a waterfall was great. And then we were like, "Guess what? You're going to get to rappel down this waterfall." <laughs> she was like, "Oh, guess what? I'm afraid of heights." And we're like, oh, no. this may not work. Uh, but it was great. You did know, she make it down? Yeah, yeah, she did. And and you know, and that helped the bond with her and her husband even stronger because oh, cool. you know he helped her get through it emotionally, and uh, it's just just amazing. You know, my kids learn to ski in North Carolina. I'll never forget that. The first time you release them when they're going down the hill, you know, they've been skiing between your legs yeah, and, yeah. and they, they go down on their own. Yeah. First time they did double black diamond. It's just incredible. That's right. Okay. So we said we weren't
0: going to talk about this, but since you went there, I want to go there too. All right. All right. So let's talk about the North Carolina ski resorts just a little bit. Cause we, we, we know it's not British Columbia. I know it's not Austria. I mean, I, I get it. I get it. Right. I've skied out West. But I got to tell you, I love our ski resorts here. And maybe it's just my age. The older I get, the more I just want to make turns with my kids and make memories.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we are the perfect place to learn to ski. And I, I, like I said, both my kids learn to ski here, too. We have great facilities that are set up for beginners. That's primarily the, you know, we get a lot of our skiers come from Florida and they're learners. So our, our resorts are, are they're challenging, but they're perfect for learners. You can, you can go, you know, and come in a week and go from being on the bunny hill to, to doing most of the mountains here. And you can't do that in many places. And our, our ski schools and all that are set up, designed for beginners. So, you know, they got the great, uh, the magic carpets and things like that. You're not going to be hanging on a tow rope, falling all over, hurting yourself. I really love our ski industry. I think it's a perfect place. And, and it's not just skiing. It's sledding, snowboarding you know snowshoeing there's lots of great stuff you can do out here and a lot of people don't even realize you can do that in north right Carolina. right yeah
0: i have to be honest with you i didn't know you could snowshoe here until last year i've lived here yeah. for 10 years yeah. yeah and i didn't realize you could snowshoe so one january day i was going to take my daughter we we're going to try to go snowshoeing up in sugar yeah. mountain and um unfortunately they got so crowded that it was it was closed off but there are more places you can go. So yeah. You don't and that's just have the other tip. Sugar.
1: Yeah. Go to, go during the weekdays. <laughs> that's the best time. Pro to tip. Key. Yeah. absolute Pro yeah, tip.
0: Yeah. One of the things we haven't talked about is we haven't talked about some of the elements that make up visit North Carolina. So you bring in sports groups from the outside. Um, my dad is an example of retire North Carolina. My dad, awesome. decided to retire down here because of the tax situation. So he's military. Great. They didn't tax that check. And, and, that wasn't the primary reason, but that was a good reason, but it was just the beauty. Once we moved down here and my parents did, it was like, okay, we know where we're going to end up. We're going to end up in North Carolina. And they lived in New Virginia for most of their life if it wasn't here. Uh,
1: yeah. So. Yeah. You know, and the beauty of, of retiring people coming here is, um, number one, they come in three or four times to visit before they decide where to retire. So they bring in money. Uh, we're also trying to bring in a lot of people who retire and are starting their own businesses. They've, they've come to have their kind of second career to do that thing they've always wanted to there's a guy in Edenton's a great example who retired I think he owned a company came down and bought a boat and now he does boat tours in Edenton so he's really helping the community out and he's doing what he wants to do so really proud of the retire program we work with sports events uh, organizers to try and get uh, tournaments here youth tournaments uh, and sporting events esports events we do as well Uh, We work with international tour operators to bring them in. We also have the film office as part of ours. So if you've seen, you know, The Hunger Games or uh, Last of the Mohicans, uh, Dirty Dancing, all that kind of stuff uh, is filmed in North Carolina. And that's a a really great, those movies when they come in have a huge impact on the areas where they film.
0: Yeah, I had no idea until last night when we started talking about Film North Carolina that... I mean, it makes sense now that we're talking about it, that there's somebody that has to try to bring those people in or at least sort of make a pitch to have movies come into North Carolina. But even in our area, in our backyard in Asheville, we're going to have a beautiful Christmas story movie that's going to launch this year. So I can't wait for that. Hallmark loves us.
1: Yeah, the Hallmark Channel loves us. And those those, those things are great, man. They run all the time and they look beautiful and they're nice and happy. Yeah. I like those. Yeah, well, we kind of live in a hallmark state. I
0: mean, if you think about it. I mean, in every every way, you know. That may be
1: our next campaign, I think.
0: <laughs> We're at the hallmark the state. The hallmark state. Oh, gosh. Well, listen, I know that your time is precious, but I can't thank you enough for just coming down having a little conversation about North Carolina obviously you're passionate about it it's what you do for a living promoting this but I have a feeling that even if it wasn't drawing a
1: paycheck for you you probably would still be promoting North Carolina at some some level sure I think I always will be and thank you for promoting local I think that's so important not just for North Carolina but for all of us to uh, to share who we are and it makes us uh, closer together as people absolutely thanks so much Wes thanks
0: I've had the good fortune to travel extensively throughout North Carolina over the years. From beautiful cities to historic small towns, coastline drives to mountain back roads, rolling farmlands to sprawling suburbs, and dismal swamps to pristine rivers. I just cannot get enough of this Tar Heel state. There is no other place I'd rather live than in North Carolina. So how about you? Are you ready to experience North Carolina for real? There truly is a lifetime of amazing experiences, epic adventures, places to visit and people to meet in this great state and i hope you're lucky enough to experience it all i hope you enjoyed this episode if you did please consider leaving us a review it truly does help us reach more people and if you know someone who also might enjoy the podcast be sure to share this episode with them follow us on facebook and instagram and keep those episode suggestions coming you can email them to me at mike at explorationlocal.com Be sure to check out the show notes for links to much of what we talked about in this episode. You won't be disappointed. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. And until we meet again, I encourage you to wander far, but explore local.